Merry Christmas. It is wonderful to see everybody come out on this most glorious of days where our Lord Jesus Christ was born. We're going to have a short service for you. I think we'll come away praising our God for what he has done in the manger all those years ago. Uh, before I open in prayer, then uh, Menno will give an update on his son, Gerald. We went to Winnipeg yesterday to visit him. He's a patient in the Health Sciences Center. He was taken there Thursday morning. Uh, he was weak. He couldn't get up. He'd fallen. And uh, so when we got there yesterday, uh, we had a first little chat with a doctor who was concerned. And when we went into the room, uh, well, we had to dress in special clothes because he's got COVID and pneumonia. Uh, he opened his eyes, but there was no recognition. There was no talk, nothing, hardly a movement. It was very difficult for us, and we left with heavy hearts, but we, before we left, we prayed for him, prayed that God would intervene in his situation. So uh, that's, that's how it was. About five minutes before we left this morning, we had a phone call. It was the nurse from the hospital. She told us that Gerald was awake, he was talking, he was eating. What a change. So we praise God for giving us this Christmas gift and we hope that he will soon recover and be able to go back to his home. Thank you for praying for him. A Christmas miracle. Please bow with me in a word of prayer. Dear God, we thank you so very much for loving us. We thank you so very much for wanting to be with us, for coming all of those years ago in that manger. When we look there, knowing that we can see not just a little baby, but also our Savior, also our God, we pray, Lord, every day that that, that hits us in a new way. God, I want to thank you so much for this news about Gerald's, uh, how he's coming out of the, the COVID and the pneumonia, how he's doing so much better. God, we pray for continued healing. God, we pray for the nurses and the doctors that are caring for him this Christmas day. And Lord, we just thank you that we can, we can see you at work there. God, we thank you so very much. But we also pray that you will be front and center in that recovery room. That you will be front and center with Menno and Alvina and the whole family this Christmas season. And Lord, we just, we pray for Gerald. And now as we go on with our service, Lord, we pray, impress upon us the wonder of who you are and what you have done. In your name we pray, amen. It's good to see all these faithful people out to worship the Lord. Thank you for making this part of your Christmas tradition this year. And so let's uh, sing together number 145. 145, O come all ye faithful. We'll sing all the verses.
number 131. 131. Angels from the realms of glory. Scripture reading today is obviously Luke 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. 
When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And then on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he had been conceived. Number 132, and if you're able, please stand. Oh. 
number 136, the first Noel, 136. And 
said it once and I'll say it again it is Christmas day and a hallelujah for that it is Christmas day it is Christmas day when our Lord and Savior was born all those years ago born not as some grand king not as some power beyond all imagination but a humble baby born in humble circumstances in a manger, a place where animals eat out of. I don't think that always impresses upon us just how odd that is. There was no room for them in the inn. Well, let's put them in the manger where the animals eat out of. And yet our God is a God above all things. Our God is a God who can do all things. Our God is a God who chose the situation that he was born into, and that is what happened. That is what happened. When the angels came, who is it that the angels went to? Did they go to some grand power? Did they go to Caesar that we read about in the beginning of this? Did they go to Quirinius, the governor of Syria? During this period of time, Caesar thought of himself as a god. The Romans figured that he was powerful enough that exactly, he's going to be the one that the gods talk to, if anybody. How we define what it is that we should be doing, that is Caesar who will be doing that work and when our Lord was born, did he go to Caesar? Did he go to Quirinius, the governor of Syria? No. He was born in a manger. And the angels came singing hallelujah, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace on men on whom his favor rests. And who do they sing that to? To shepherds. This was a period of time where shepherds were kind of a rough-and-tumble lot. Shepherds were out there. They were the ones that were taking care of sheep, but they weren't their own sheep. They weren't that fortunate. They were taking care of other people's sheep, and they were matted in gunk all day. They were a smelly lot. They were a rough-and-tumble lot. These were the ones that fought with lions. These were the ones that fought with all of the things that would take on the sheep from them. These were the people that people stuck up their nose for, that people ignored when they walked by them. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests are what the angels say, and the angels say it first to these shepherds. throughout almost all of history, and certainly all of history, that the people, the chosen people in the Bible come across. 
We come across nation upon nation upon nation and every last one of them. Who is it that their gods talk to? They talk to those that are in power. They talk to the kings. They talk to their head priests. They talk to those that they think are worthwhile. And here is our God, and who does he say is worthwhile? Those that nobody thinks of as worthwhile. This is who our God is. When he was born and placed in the manger, as we look in that manger all these years later and we see our Lord Jesus Christ and we see the one who came to be with us, as we see the one who came to take our sin upon himself and to do away with it, as we see the one who takes the inequalities and the inequities in all of the things that make it so that our world is not the creation that he made and fix them, as we see our salvation sitting there cooing as a baby does and crying as a baby does. What we see is a God who loves us so much that he didn't just come for those at the top of the heap, but he came for those at the very bottom. He came for those that needed him. He came for those who first and foremost need to be remembered, and they are remembered by God. It is very easy for us to overlook that. It is very easy for us to Look at those that are at the top of the heap in the world today and say, our Lord is obviously with them, and he is. It's a lot harder to look at those that are having a rough go of it, those who are sick, those who are mourning, those who have nothing and that the world has forgotten, and to say that, God has remembered them, that is harder for us to do. But in the birth of our Lord, the birth that he could have done any way, he shows us that first and foremost, he has come for them. And so as we spend the rest of our Christmas day and the rest of the Christmas season, I can't think of a better thing for us to remember. As we spend the rest of our Christmas day and our Christmas season, the fact that those that have nothing are who our God came for as well, those who are mourning, those who feel forgotten, I can't think of a better thing that we could do, a more Christmassy thing than we could do, a better way of showing the love of our God that we can do than to say to them, Merry Christmas, 
I love you. Christ has come today. Christ, our Lord and Savior, the salvation of us all, the one who will take the ways the world is less than it should be and will make them right, the one whose kingdom that we are to build that will see the low risen up, that will see the mourning comforted, that will see the lonely embraced, that will see those without fed. Christ has come today and we can see what is to come and it is glorious. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed. 137, what child is this? And that is uh, a quiet question with a loud answer. And then after we sing this one, we're going to flip the page over and we're going to go tell it on the mountain. But let's start with 137. What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Who angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping? This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the son of Mary. Why lies he in such mean estate Where ox and ass are feeding? Good Christian, fear for sinners here The silent word is pleading This, this is Christ the King Whom shepherds guard and angels sing Haste, haste to bring him, Lord The babe, the son of Mary So bring him incense, gold and myrrh Come peasant king to own him the King of kings salvation brings, let loving hearts enthrone him. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, 
the babe, the son of Mary. <clears throat> and again, if you're able to stand, please do as we sing 138. Go tell it on the mountain. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept their watching or silent flocks by night, Behold, throughout the heavens there shone a holy light. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. The shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus that hailed our Savior's birth. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere, Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Down in a lowly manger the humble Christ was born, and God sent us salvation that blessed Christmas morn. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Please be seated. And one last time, Merry Christmas. Well, we're going to say a word of prayer. And we all have a wonderful lasagna meal that we can share together. Remember the wonderful stories of Christmas has gone by. And most of all, spend time together praising our God in our conversations about this, that, and every other little thing. And so, I say to you, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Please bow with me in a blessing for the food. Our God, we thank you so very much that you have come. We thank you so very much that when we look at that manger, when we think about it, we can see how much you love us. We can see your salvation. We can see your heart, and it is for us, and we thank you. God, we pray a blessing on this food. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for the hands that prepared it. We thank you for the hands that brought every little piece today. We thank you for the people who have come. We pray bless 
the conversations bless our time together and impress upon us every moment of it how wonderful you are. Lord, we say these things in your name. Amen.